You're listening to Empress Conversations Podcast with your host, Maggie Peary. Conversations with Maggie. Join us next time on the next episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. To learn more about guests or for more information on working with Maggie, go to www.empressconversationswithmaggie slash get hyphen started. Hello and welcome to the first episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. Before we get started, it's only fair that I introduce myself so that you can get to know me a little bit better. I'm officially a Southern Belle, considering I have spent over a decade in Atlanta. I am a Georgia peach. However, my roots stretch all the way back to Zambia, Africa. This is where it all started. We're going to put a placeholder right there, as I often reference African Zambian tradition. So that's where that stems from. Fast forward, as life progresses, I got to share the stories of two men that made the greatest impact on my life and my business mindset. I often go back to the basics, and these are my business basics and how I move forward when I face difficult situations. First, let me tell you the story of Gustav. That's right, I said Gustav. I changed the names just to protect the identity of the people that I'm talking about here. So anyway, on one of my birthday trips in my 30s, my two girlfriends and I decided to go on a birthday ski strip to Sun Valley, Idaho. That's right, shout out to the great state of Idaho. Mind you, I lived in Switzerland for a couple of years and not once did I ever venture outside onto the most beautiful Alps that God ever created to learn how to ski. Now, let's go back so I can tell you the story of Gustav. So, it took about a day to travel across this great country from Atlanta all the way to Sun Valley. We arrived in the evening to our destination in Sun Valley. The next morning, I was so eager, I got dressed, had breakfast, and ventured out onto the kitty slopes because I was a beginner. I got paired with my ski instructor, Gustav. He literally was the most patient person ever. At first, he gave instructions to our entire group on how to stop with our legs so that we can do the good old-fashioned pizza stop and the regular do's and don'ts of what to do on skis for safety instructions. I worked that kitty slope from 10 a.m. till noon. I was tired. My friends and I regrouped for lunch and hot chocolate and head into the cafe, and I headed back out for the afternoon lessons. Around 3 p.m., Gustav looks at me and says, Maggie, you know what? Let's go up the slope. Just like that. I said, sure, if you think I can do it, let's go. Mind you, this is still day one for me. I've never been skis before, not once in my life. We jump on the ski lift and go up the mountain. I dare never look down. I just kept rambling on and on in Gustav's ear until we made it to the very top. 
I have never felt physically paralyzed with fear more than I did that day. In my head, I was wondering, here I am, thousands of feet above the ground, and all I could think of is, should something happen to me, who's going to tell my mother I'm all the way up here in Idaho? Panic gets a hold of me, and I literally was frozen on that mountain. Gustav looked me straight in my eye and said, Maggie, you have everything you need. Are you going to do this? In less than a millisecond, I said, nope. I turned around and jumped onto the first slide going down. That night, after a good dinner and company, I slept. Now, the next morning, I got up, had a good breakfast, and of course took the mandatory selfies. I went up that mountain with Gustav once again. All he said to me was, Maggie, let's go. And just like that, I pushed off with my skis, and I went whizzing down the mountain so fast, whizzing past the trails, whizzing past, and mind you, there was nobody there. It was just Gustav and I speeding down. Now, for those of you who don't know, with your instructor, they're behind you. So I was whizzing down this mountain and I couldn't see what was going on behind me. My focus was the target, which was to get to the lodge in one piece. So it's dead silent and nothing in front of me but the lodge. And all I hear is Gustav as loud as he could say, You see, Maggie, if you can do this, you can do anything. Oh my God, those words and his voice still ring in my head and my heart. My heart received his messages and I smiled from ear to ear as I accepted the victory as my feet touched the lodge and I was back on level ground. That experience with Gustav taught me that fear can paralyze you. I've never experienced anything like that. But on the flip side, this is what I took away from my whole time with Gustav. I took the time to learn because I'd never done this before. Day one was about instruction, how to move, how to stop, what to do should you fall. Everything about skis was provided to us in day one. And that's the same thing in business and in life. Learn as much as you can. The next thing that I got out of that, the first day, I froze. I panicked. I failed. I failed even though I had the skill set. Fear got a hold of me and I did not complete my mission. And what does that tell me? I learned to turn the situation around, and then give it a try. Just go for it. I have nothing to lose at all. The third thing that I remembered, and I felt it and I experienced it, is having the right people behind you. There is nothing more powerful than having somebody screaming your name at the top of a mountain. If you can do this, you can do anything. Now imagine having a team in your business life that supports you daily, that is there to 
assist you with your tasks, with your goals, with your vision. Your team is just as critical as you are in your business life. Having the right people surrounding you who know more than you, who can support you, who are believing in your vision, this is so critical to having a good team. And I will never forget Gustav in Sun Valley, Idaho. Now, this life lesson is near and dear to my heart. And this is the story how my late dad taught me how to be to have a voice. So just so you know, I am an only girl and I grew up with four brothers. So everything in my life was very masculine oriented. And I was a tomboy the whole nine yards. But in society, especially with some African cultures, it is a good thing to be a quiet little girl, not say much, to be to have manners, to have the traditional aspect. That wasn't the case for me. I was I grew up with so much masculine energy. I spoke up, I said what I needed to say, and that worked for me in certain situations. I went on vacation to visit my parents. And my dad had missed me so much, he took me to all his business meetings. Everywhere he went, I was right there on his arm. And one morning, we drove to one of his meetings, and I was the only female present in that meeting. They were a bunch of elderly men who were educated, smart, and most of all, these were traditional African men who believed in the role, but also, mind you, educated. So it could have been a very intimidating room. But at the same time, my dad was there. So I was bold. I felt safe. My dad was in that meeting. So it was important. And once they did the preliminary greetings and got everything started, in about 45 minutes, the only thing that I was hearing was, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that, blah, blah, blah. And out of nowhere, my dad sitting at the head of the table and I was sitting at the right side of him. He turns the entire meeting and says, Maggie, what do you think? The entire room froze. You literally could have heard a pin drop. I could literally feel myself become alive. In that moment, no matter what any other person thought about me or tradition, I was given permission to speak by my father. I realized instantly, if he gave me permission, I was going to speak and whoever was present was going to hear what I had to say. From that day forth, I have never stopped talking. And that ladies, is the thing that I carry today, the confidence that my father gave My top three lessons from that day is number one, say what you think and say it with confidence. Number two, no matter who is in the room, you're in that room also, so make it count. Number three, connect with who you are. There's only one of you. And just a little tip here, what makes today so special, as I'm recording this podcast, today is actually the 22nd anniversary since I lost my father on August 25th, 2000. So this is indeed a special tribute for me to him on a personal level to go after my dreams. Empress Conversations with Maggie 
was birthed out of a desire that I wish I had when I started my business journey in 2008. I have made several mistakes. I've had great successes and also great pivot points. And I wanted to have a forum where other women who are in business and whatever challenge they have, have an opportunity to speak to other like-minded business entrepreneurs who are mompreneurs, solopreneurs, whatever your preneur is, we have a forum. And that gives us an opportunity to connect, to get information, to get best practices, and just to be women to support each other. As we move forward, you'll be introduced to several very successful women in business who are doing what gives them their passion, who are striving to break barriers, and some, they just do it because they love it. Whatever idea or whatever your passion is, now is the time. Do not wait. My business is Mprint Creations, and with that, I help entrepreneurs develop a presence online as well as assist them with their marketing needs. If for more information about me and what I do, please visit Mpress, Mpress Conversations with Maggie.com forward slash get started. See you next week with my very first guest. Thank you. You're listening to Empress Conversations Podcast with your host, Maggie Peary. Conversations with Maggie. Join us next time on the next episode of Empress Conversations with Maggie. To learn more about guests or for more information on working with Maggie, go to www.empressconversationswithmaggie slash get hyphen started.